Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a food tram sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Do I look funny in these headphones? What is that big giant fireball outside? (laughs) Something's on fire that's floating in the middle of the air. Oh, I thought middle of the sky. I thought you meant it was the suburban. No, 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 no. no. Well, good morning, everybody. That's the sun. This is the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. 7.02 a.m. on a beautiful Sunday morning. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home. Talking hunting and fishing and everything in between. Thank you to Road Rash for getting here. He's the ranch hand that gets here early, gets the gate open, makes sure the old pot belly stove gets cranked up, some water poured over the old coffee grinds, and... Uh, it's uh, it's nice out right now. It's a little thick. The air's a little thick, but hey, it's uh, it's Texas in May. The air's thick, man. Oh, it's beautiful man. outside. It's, you mean humidity? It's I, perfect outside. It's cool. The sun that I guess that's the sun. That big orange <laughs> thing. We haven't seen that in weeks. It is. Is that what that is? It is going to start drying some stuff up. It is going to be so good. So my rain gauge. I did last week five inches, three inches, and one and a half inches. Nine Man. and a half inches. Well, and we're going to talk. We're going to talk a little bit about the lake levels and what's going on with the water around Central Texas. And uh, you know, today. Uh, so I'm T.J. Graney. That's Cody Ryan. Beefsteak is oh, yeah. also in the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor radio show in Texas. Thank you for tuning in on this beautiful Sunday morning. Um, and today is our annual Mother's Day episode of the Outdoor Zone. We will be chiming in and talking a little bit about Mother's Day and some of the things going on with with us and our moms and things along the trail that made our moms uh impressions our mothers made on us and i'm sure impressions we made on our moms <laughs> along the trail <laughs> and uh anyway super glad you're listening and thank you for tuning in man yes the weather uh wow 
So I'll let, I love yeah, it. Yesterday, I woke up in uh, Mrs. Graney and I were in Fort Worth, and it was flooding everywhere. So last week I drove. Last Tuesday I drove down to Rosenberg area, Eagle Lake, and kind, kind I was. Of. 42 miles down Highway 102 going towards Eagle Lake. I mean, this is just Eagle a Pass? Eagle No, Eagle Lake. Oh. It's kind of like down near Rosenberg, just south uh-huh. of Houston area. Yep. And two-lane blacktop highway, 42 miles in, and the rain was coming. And that's all rice farms out there. Mm-hmm. And there ain't. You know, once it fills up the rice farms, it just goes over the levees, which means it goes over the roads. And uh, I was three hours into a three and a half hour drive, and I got a call from the place where I was going to be speaking, and they said, "Yeah, we're flooding. Everybody's flooding. You need to turn around and get out of here while you can." Uh, It'd be nice of them to wait till you're almost. Well, there. you know, the, the the whole idea was we thought it was going to pass. There was, but right. You know, you know how rain is. And, uh, so I stop, turned yeah. around and on my way back coming down that highway in those areas, the highway patrol trucks were pulling out with their barriers. Oh, and I mean, if it had been 10 more minutes, I'd have been stuck in a on a two-lane highway waiting for the water to go. I don't know what you do in that situation. There ain't nothing out there. Turn around, don't drown. Well, I know Well, you would have been stuck behind a barrier. I'd been stuck behind a barrier. You would have just stayed there and waited. See, that's why I I take my boat everywhere I go. (laughs) I I ain't getting stuck. (laughs) I did have a sleeping bag, and and I actually had my turkey hunting gear with me, but I had my sleeping bag in the truck from a previous adventure, and uh, but I didn't have any food. I had some water. No beef sticks. Uh, No no beef jerky sticks. It's funny, like when I go fishing, uh, you know, when I'm out doing my tournaments or even just fun fishing is I always make sure I've got to have, I mean, I may, I may have had a giant meal right before I go fishing and I'm only going to be there for two hours, but I always have to have something in the boat just in case, just in case. That's right. And I'm the same way with my truck, which I mean, I could live in my truck, out of my truck, for about three Amen, weeks. Well, if everybody's ever seen the inside of your truck, they would probably think you live in your truck. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, but I, but it's highly organized. I have tools and yeah, clothing. That, that floorboard and, holds that stuff. Well, that's the trash can. The passenger's <laughs> floorboard is the trash can, so I clear it out every yeah, couple no, of it's days. It's a system. I, it's I feel a system. you, brother. I could, all, I could hold almost any outdoor event. I just have to pull up. <laughs> you just have to make it there. So you with the motor, you know, oh, the whole motor thing. Hey, I fixed that last weekend. I'll have to tell you about that later. But yeah, this but has a now, Mother's Day deal. I now I'm dealing with probably the identical thing with the old with Dixie, the old '95 Ford pickup truck that oh, I yeah. so dearly love. I can't I can't talk much. My wife is driving my father-in-law's truck this morning. She uh, I got home yesterday after being gone fishing. And uh, the rear rear sway bar, okay, we'll go with is that. Cracked yeah. in half. Rear, what? 
Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's, you don't even need them. <laughs> that em. sounds like <laughs> no. a big deal to you me. You really don't even need them. You better get that sway bar fixed if you're driving my granddaughter around on Monday. in that thing. I am on Monday. It's Is like it? four bolts. Oh, you just take cake. it off put another one on? Yeah, it's an easy deal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Your brother. Cake. So, so your little brother. John Michael, he uh, his he's got a Infinity G. It's a car, G5, yeah, yeah, G five or something. Anyway, he uh, he had a red light, an engine light come on, and it said replace sensors. So the last week he's been like behind the motor, pulling these little square sensors out and putting new ones in, and he's still having the problem. Keeps coming back, and man, it's like one of those nemesis things. It's like oh. Yeah. What is it? So why can't it be simple? Just pull the thing out and plug in the new one. And so last week, you know, my fuel pump went out, change. right? And I decided that because I had just filled up, because I talked to you, I just filled up with fifty gallons of gas. That that thing was going to be over eight hundred pounds of gas, right in the tank. Got under there; it's all muddy, it's all rusty. You know, dropping that. That tank that'd be good in would your be face terrible. And so in I decided eyes. to go with an alternate method. Cut a I hole in the top of the deck that. of the you know take up the, the floor, carpet, the floor, and then the it suburban. would expose the fuel pump you know on the top of the tank. How big you a just hole did cut. you? It cut. was uh, twelve inches by thirteen inches, and and I mean when I got so I did it with a sawzall. Oh my god. And I found out there's only at one spot, there's only a half inch of clearance, you know? And so when I got it all off, I'd ripped up the corners. And when I mean rip, I mean, you know, that, you know, with the sawzall yeah. and there's one <laughs> bar I couldn't get through and I had to use a cutoff wheel. So it was like, and there's sparks just flying oh, everywhere. Man. I got 50 gallons of gas right there, half inch. So I pulled this off and I'll have to show it's you a in picture. Your driveway. Uh, in the park, in the uh, in front of the Down house, the street, on the, on in the, the parking lot at right. Walmart. I didn't want to blow up my own house, you know. <laughs> I have to have that's that's got to be paid for, you know, by uh, insurance. But anyways, she uh, so we got done. Uh, I pulled it off, and I could see, you know, on the fuel lines that run across there, it's only a half inch under the deck. And it has like a cloth that wraps around it, like asbestos, you know, that goes, you've seen them, right? Okay. Fuel lines. There was little scrape marks on top of it where the Sawzall had just like, uh. and it was just barely nicked or pulled or run. There was a run across it. Like it had just dragged across there. I'm like, oh Lord, thank you so much. So anyways, I got the deck plate off, got that changed and uh, pulled the, the fuel pump and then put that back on, and it looks great. I was able to uh, tap all the holes and put the plate back on. My problem is I got this smell it. of gasoline inside my <laughs> truck now. I can't figure so, out where it's coming from. So yesterday the kids were we were rolling back from KOZ, and we had a new leader in there. And one of the kids go, hey, look, I found a shell back here. And I was like, huh. But it was just brass, right? And I said, oh, yeah, I leave those around so you can identify them. What number, you know, what's the number? He's like, oh, it's a 270. I'm like, no, no, uh, no. And then he found another one, and it was uh, 380, right? So they were, the whole quiz on the way back was, what shells are in Beefsteak's truck? <laughs> <laughs> Not live shells. Well, I no. noticed you were working on cleaning out the boat this week. I saw a couple of well, yeah, social just, media posts of stuff 
everywhere. Yeah, that's pretty standard operation pre-tournament. Had a Bass Champs event yesterday on Lake LBJ. We'll talk about that in the next segment. But, uh, yeah, just, you know, once you start those things, the hard part is I started on, like, a Tuesday, you know, and then I have to have it done by Thursday. And, uh, but the finishing part, you know, putting everything away, you pull everything out, get it all organized. It's still not a hundred percent, but it, you know, it's much better. It's getting there. It's a process. Well, and it usually will take the beginning of the season, beginning of the year. Usually what I'll do is I'll spend two or three weeks, you know, putting baits back where they go with color coordination, you know, do, I mean, getting stuff hyper, hyper organized, well, I didn't get a chance to do that this year. Our first tournament was over the first of the year, and so I never got to do it. So Yeah, it came quick. Yeah, now it's kind of – things are still a little disarray. But I was thinking that beefsteak uh, should uh, have just taken his truck to Sun Auto Service. It's you- a family-owned and operated <laughs> auto repair and maintenance company. We talk about it every week. Since 1978, they've worked hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new. They hire ASE-certified technicians to repair and maintain your vehicles. They require all of their technicians to complete an intense training program so their vehicle, so your vehicle is worked on and maintained by properly trained professionals. Hear that, beefsteak? SunAutoService.com. <laughs> Locations to mention, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and their newest location in Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Hey, I want you to know I went over and saw Adrian at the Slaughter Lane store this week. Adrian! He got an oil change. Yeah, man. And he called me afterwards. He said, everything good? You good? And I just really appreciated that. Anyway, hey, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, and it is Mother's Day. If you're listening to this... You've got a mother, and uh, we're going to talk about some Mother's Day stuff here in just a minute, just a little bit, uh, but coming up next is our, uh, what is next? we got some oh, fishing stuff. We're going to talk a little bit of fishing and local lake stuff. Stick around. It's only one place, live in the bunkhouse every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on 1049 or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. Fix me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in the pickup. Gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five pound bass. All right, welcome back. Welcome to the bunkhouse. This guy's here in the bunkhouse, the outdoor zone. We're always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor. Venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Put your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, the outdoor zone. Yeah, you need to track our Facebook page. We put a lot of really, a lot of stuff we talk about and stuff we don't even get to goes up on our Facebook page. Pretty interesting. McBride's Guns, 
There are Central Texas fam, family-owned and operated gun shop. McBride's is the place where we go to get all our firearms repaired. They have an expert gunsmith on site. If you're trying to get fitted for a good handgun or a shotgun, they've got them. If you've got a youth in your family that needs a good <laughs> fitting firearm, you don't want to just stick an adult-sized rifle or shotgun in there up to their shoulder, go and get them a youth model that fits them. And they have all the skilled staff trained to help you make the right choices right there at McBride's. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them at 512-472-3532. They're online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. Wrapped up Bass Champs last central event this past weekend. Oh, that went quick. uh, Well, it's already (laughs) May, and uh, we'll be. um, Man, those guys smashed them yesterday. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know what we did wrong. I I thought fishing was relatively tough. It wasn't terrible. Um, You know, we probably only caught eight keepers all day, which for LBJ right now is probably tough. We probably caught. You know, a handful of other smaller fish. And we lost a lot of fish yesterday, personally. But um, 26, uh, let's see here, 24-43 one yesterday. 24 pounds on their best five. William Blaine, a guy I've uh, gotten to know a little bit over the past uh, couple of months. He fishes down at Lake Amstead a lot, uh, has fished FLW stuff, and... uh, What's that, high so levels? congratulations okay. to him and and Dustin Walton. Uh, no, LBJ is a constant level lake, which okay. was why when it flooded earlier mm-hmm. this or last year, this year, uh, that it was such a surprise and a shock. I mean, there's houses right on the water, right? And so, uh, but uh, Buchanan was gushing water, and uh. I heard it was coming up over the dam gushing over the dam and uh, they were releasing gates on both ends and i mean there was a lot of water movement going on uh throughout the day was it dirty or was it it was a lot dirtier than i had seen lbj in a long time now the lower end right near the dam was pretty green uh not super dirty but if you got up anywhere north of like the horseshoe bay area you're going to start getting into more coffee, you know, not coffee, I guess, uh, just a light brown kind of water. And then I'm sure on up uh, the river where it splits, um, I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was muddy. But, uh, you know, there's some still some awesome fish in there. There's still some fish on beds, believe it or not. If you're paying attention, there's some fish on beds. Our biggest <laughs> fish came off a of bed. Uh, I just happened to glance down as I was like uh, unsnagging my partner's lure, not mine, obviously, because I, I never get. I never seems late. I never get. I never get snagged. Seems late for them to be up shallow. Uh, well, they're gonna stay up shallow too. You're gonna have a lot of fish, so they'll go through their spawning process. Uh, the eggs will hatch, and then the male will stay there with the fry the young hatched eggs for a period of time and guard them. And, uh, and so they, they usually stay up shallow as well. But, uh, so you had some fry garters, you had some, you still had some fish on beds, 
Um, it, it, I, I, it does surprise a lot of people that there'll be fish on beds this late, but really it's not that late. Uh, you go up, it, I mean, you'll get up to, you go up to North Texas and they're just now spawning. You get up to, really? you know, Oklahoma and that kind of stuff. They're just now spawning real heavy. Uh, and then they move, it moves on up North, you know, they'll spawn into June, July, uh, throughout the summer as you move up north. So just the cold, colder weather. Yeah, right? you're yeah, just following cycles. that colder, that cold trend. You know, that 65-degree water temperature. It's a magic number. Water on LBJ yesterday, only 70, 71 degrees. So we've had cooler, I think, without as much sun the last few weeks. We've had some cooler weather. We've had, all, of course, all the, uh, the rain, which has caused, you know, a lot of water movement, which when they open dams up, Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting the bottom side right. of the lake, the cooler like water. Yeah. Uh, so you've got a lot of cooler water with current. and um, So it's nice. It's nice. You know, we get the lakes are not, I don't think, very enjoyable when the water is 90 degrees. Mm. So maybe we'll hold off for a little while and, you know, maybe we won't get it up to 90 <laughs> degrees this I year. I hope not. Because uh, uh, that's, that's a little hot. Lake Travis gets... Yeah, to ninety degrees. Oh yeah, like they crazy. all will. Bath water. They all. Well, I remember water. what uh, I remember fishing at Fayette by the out water oh, coming like, out of yeah. the. Yeah, it'll be over a hundred. Over a yeah. hundred and catching fish right there. Yeah. Big old bass. Those right fish there. are used to it. Those fish are used to it. I know, but it, just to me, it was crazy that we were casting in this hundred degrees <laughs> water in the heat of the summer. Yeah, and catching big old bass. Yeah. We've still got one more Bass Champs event. Last one on Amstead, the rescheduled event from uh, the one that was that's, canceled man, that's earlier That's your third year. trip to Amstead. That'll be your third trip well, down there this year, right? Uh, it'll be my fourth trip uh, for a tournament. Uh, no FLW, Falcon, it's all Amstead. No, though. I had one Falcon trip. Oh, okay. Man, he doesn't, he no, doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't have any no. idea about where I go. No, what I, I, did. I do. He I called just, me yesterday at like 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> and I was like, I can't answer because I'm fishing Bass Champs, and I talked to him like 12 hours earlier and said, I'll be, I'm in Marble Falls. Well, I'm going to uh, fish see, Bass that, Champs tomorrow. You just, it was 12 hours later. What do you expect? <laughs> we need a personal assistant here. That's all. Too he much. needs a reminder. One of those needs, guys that talks text funny. Text me. TJ, it's time for you, T. It's time for this. It's time for that. Don't I, forget, I Kobe actually, is fishing. I got uh, caught up watching last night. Um, Speaking of assistant, uh, what is? Oh, Are you now, talking about I, now I'm now I'm a drawing a blank. Profit? No, 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 no. This is a Netflix series about the entire government gets uh, taken over. Gets no, gets blown up. And oh yeah, Jeff or Bauer, the last man, or um, Jack Bauer, the Jack Bauer guy. You know Sutherland. Yeah, right? he's like eleventh in command. Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer. Yeah. He's like eleventh yeah. in command, and uh, he's the one who and gets he has in? to take over presidency and right. There's start a designated the survivor, designated survivor. Right? Oh, okay. One guy it's from when they all get together. One guy is designated to go off into like this uh, area, uh, off off just in case something happens. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Protected and it does. area, and it does, man. Yeah, and so I he has to, he, and he's like. He's like Secretary of Housing or something. Never run <laughs> for like an office HUD before. Specialist. You watched that straight through? No, 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 no. No, I'm on like episode three. But it's I'm good, saying, 
bring this all back around is he had a he's got his assistants that yes. follow him with the pad and you're going to be here you're, at this time you, you that'd be awesome is, your you son is here secretary. your wife is over yes. here you need to be here you know and just follows them around i mean you know what i i'm not we're looking, we're, i'm looking to hire that person for the kids outdoor <laughs> zone office right now no i'm serious there are some young people out there and some other people. Some interns. You're trying to get that no, intern no, no, no. thing going, aren't you? I'm just saying. <laughs> Free labor. We're looking to hire somebody like that because there are people that are so hyper-organized like that. Like, Cody's wife can be like that when... Can be. Laser-focused well, on 12 things. Insert eight-month-old and, you know, game-changer. Yeah. Uh, but game-changer. There are, there are incredible... Uh, incredible people out there that are just hyper focused on that stuff and, and you need one attached to you is what you're saying austin's hottest new restaurant shore raw bar and grill hey mother's day uh, brunch out at shore raw bar and grill it, oh, yeah. I, it, i'm telling you go on their facebook page You'll want to eat the screen off of your (laughs) laptop. Lick it, maybe. It is crazy. Sniff it. The food that they're serving over there. And they're going to do a Mother's Day special today. Go to Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Um, All the food. And it's just going to be a beautiful Mother's Day over there. Uh, My buddy Rick uh, is the owner over there. And he is taking so much care in making sure this is the restaurant of choice when you're looking for seafood and uh, their raw oysters are, man, the finest, Fish. the best. We're, they do a Monday night dollar Gulf oysters uh, that I'm, I'm promising, man. I'm saving my one dollar <laughs> bills up. Uh, they're located on 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of Y and Oak Hill. Shore Raw Bar and Grill. You can go to shoreatx.com, shoreatx.com to get more information. But, hey, take take your mom or your wife, the mother of your kids, over to Shore Bar Raw and Grill. Future Shore Raw Bar and Grill. They're at shoreatx.com. Go get you some. All right, coming up next, we've got your outdoor news of the weird. Plus, we're going to crank in, possibly, we're going to start talking a little Mother's awesome. Day about our own mothers. And uh, if we didn't get weird enough in this segment, we'll definitely get weird next one. Stick around. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show. In Texas? I got you. If you're like me, you're always looking for the best. Where's the best vacation spot? Where's the best food in town? Heck, even what's... Even have the... So why not drive the best? That's what I'm trying to get to. Gosh, this is tough. For style and sophistication, try the 2019 Honda Accord LX, one of Car and Driver's 10 best it features a push-start button, a head-up display, and, of course, my favorite, Honda Sensing. Or if you're a Honda Suite 
uh, safety and driver-assisted features like lane assistant, collision detection, and road departure. Or if you're if you want one of our midsize SUVs, there's the 2019 Honda Pilot, named the 2019 Best Buy of the Year among the midsize midsize SUVs, according to the Kelly Blue Book, KBB.com. So if you're if Envy drives you, drive a Honda and test drive the perfect Honda today from your Central Texas Honda dealers. Car and driver, January 2019, and. More information, visit kellybluebook.com, kbb.com. Now it's time for your news of the weird. Weird, weird, huh? weird. Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Here's one for you. After eating raw rodent kidney for good health, a couple die of bubonic plague and spark a quarantine. Oh, my. A Mongolian couple <laughs> died from bubonic plague after eating raw marmot meat, sparking a quarantine that trapped tourists for days, officials said Monday. Now, marmot is like a groundhog. Kind of a big, furry groundhog hmm. living in the mountains and in the rocks. According to the AFP, a couple died May 1st in a remote area of the provinces that borders China and Russia. A six-day quarantine of 118 people had come in contact with the couple, including locals and a number of foreign tourists, had been lifted as of Tuesday, a World Health Organization official told the BBC. The BBC told that was told that the couple ate the rodents raw meat and kidney, which is believed to be for good health. <laughs> After the quarantine, not many people, even locals, were in the streets for fear of catching the disease, said the Peace Corps. Bubonic plague can be tra- transmitted via infected fleas and animals like prairie dogs, squirrels, rats, rabbits, uh, throughout history, the plague epidemics have caused widespread death around the globe. The local government said no other cases had been reported in the area, according to the reports. Um, swollen, lip, swollen, painful lip node, usually in the groin, <laughs> armpit, or neck. Yikes. <laughs> Ow, mm. my neck is bothering oh, yes. me. Mm. Mm. I have a my swollen armpit. groin. And the main symptom of bubonic plague, uh, chills, fever, headache, and extreme exhaustion. Well, that's every day for me. <laughs> wow. What if? Uh, so the question is, what have you eaten raw? I remember one time, and I know this is probably, this is so not okay. I was wade fishing on the Gulf Coast, uh-huh. and I was fishing an oyster reef, and I just reached down and broke off an oyster and popped it open and ate it right there. You got to do that at least once in your life. No, no, but you could die that's, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's big now. No. The other deal, well, as long as it wasn't in a month with an R in it, that's all that matters, <laughs> like, right? Raw. I thought you were <laughs> supposed to eat them in months with oh, R's. Oh, that's right. See, I always get that backwards. You never know, right? <laughs> it's like flipping a coin. Yeah. Anyway, and I've eaten. Uh, I don't know. Have I? I've seen people bite into like raw deer hearts. You know, like we, we make kids do that. 
and eat it. There's nothing wrong no, with that. No, you don't make them okay. do it. We encourage or we get, offer them the opportunity to expand their horizon. I don't think raw deer heart is the deal. Maybe like cook it up the deer heart. Well, we right? always we always fry up the deer yeah. heart. Yeah. yeah. That's there. Oh, we love it. Then when we do the dove hunting, oh yeah, got to break that breast open. You know how you pull it open and there's that heart sticking up. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we, that we give them the opportunity to take a big bite of that and yum yum yum. And I love and I love sushi. I'm a huge yeah. fan of sushi, man. You get so the what's right the Well, you get the right sushi. It's good, but man, there are some so, terrible hey, sushi too. Yeah, uh, uh our new uh, the new sponsor, the uh, Raw Shore Shore Raw Bar and Grill, uh-huh. ShoreATX.com. They have great sushi. They have great sushi. Anyway, one of the things that one other thing. So we're talking about just. I know we want to get into the Mother's Day stuff. It's an important day, and we want to step into that. But one of the things that um, it comes up and we were talking about it with all this water and the water temperature and stuff like that and diseases that transfer and all there's a lot of different uh waterborne uh pathogens things that can illnesses yeah uh, that can be a problem especially mm-hmm. when it's moldy out and stuff and mm-hmm. one of the ones that we've uh one of the ones that we have been aware of and worked with was uh Nagleria fowleria, fowlery, fowlery, and it, this is from this is from uh, hot lake water. If you go into the lake water and the water's warm, and we're talking about Lake Travis being ninety degrees, sure. Or if you go into a pond and the water is really, really warm, uh, summertime, that's when this uh, comes from the bottom of the lake. It comes up and it's it's uh fatal it's only been uh only a few like two people have ever made it through it and it's when you jump into the lake and the water goes up into your nasal passages that's really the way it's most commonly uh transferred and it's deadly and you you get the same thing you start getting headaches and then you get nausea and a week later you're gone and so uh, just want to put that out there. There's a great organization that we've worked with in the past. And uh, Kyle yeah. Wisemo, uh, K-Y-L-E, Kyle Wisemo. I'm going to put it up on our Facebook. Kyle Lewis. Lewis. Oh, Kyle Lewis Amoeba Awareness. awareness. Kyle org. Lewis Amoeba Awareness. When it's all together, that org. is not. Yeah, dot org. It's. Those folks, you must have, really struggle with hashtags, huh? <laughs> those people folks, have to do it in the air, like those folks have really done a great job in assimilating good information on this. And you know, we don't think about some of this stuff when we take our kids out and it's summer and we just go swimming and the lakes or a pond or whatever. And you need to pay attention to some of that stuff because yeah, it's serious. You don't want to get weird highly about it. Of, you don't want to get weird about it, but you should be aware of. You okay. do need to be aware of it. That's right. And Awareness that's my only is point is. You can't, you you know, you have to be cautious in the type of water. I think a lot of times uh, people don't understand that there are some very, uh, there's some very gross water. Well, you're into. far better off. You're far better off going to like the San Marcos River. 
Yeah. Where the cold water is flowing out of the river yeah. at 72 degrees all year round. Then, then a you stagnant are going to stagnant stock farm. tank. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or even, you know, even a big lake where the water's Man. been sitting during the summer and it's high Gotta be temperature. Got to be careful. It's the truth. Hey, coming up next, the Game Warden Field Notes. Uh, plus, we will break into Mother's Day eventually and uh, talk about our own moms, a few stories we have there. and uh, But we can't do any of this without our faithful sponsors. Archery Country. There's a certain point in every hunter's life where they want to step into the next level and hunt with a bow. That's why we go to Austin Archery Country's only true bow shop. Plus, they've got the Traeger Grills. Man, I want to get one of those so bad. A pellet pellet smoker grill combination where you just light it up and plug it in and light it up and uh dude that's the way to cook well they have them there you can cook all of your finest outdoor meats killed with your new matthews bow on your traeger grill <laughs> go see our friends 8121 research boulevard they're open tuesday through friday from 10 30 to 7 and saturdays from 10 to 5 they're closed on sundays and mondays but you can check them out online. They have all kinds of activities and events going on all the time. AustinArcheryCountry.com. Game Warden Field Notes coming up next. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. This year, deer shooting, flounder gigging, dove blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, Outdoor Zone radio show, bro. Broadcast from the bunkhouse. Yeah, that's right. 1049 The Horn, right here on Sunday mornings or 247-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Bigger savings, more inventory, and thousands off new Ram trucks all trucks all month long during the Bigger Things Sale event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Like the 2019 Motor Trend Truck of the Year, the 2019 Ram 1500. And it has better performance, more efficiency, new technology, and more than 100 safety features. And if you like to travel or spend a day at the lake, this truck is perfect for you. It can tow more than 12,500 pounds and has a ton of storage space. That is a big camper you can pull behind. 12,500 pounds? That's mm-hmm. a lot. Man. That is a big camper. And, that, and if that wasn't enough, you still have Niall Maxwell's personal promise that that's the same promise he's been making for over 30 years to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their signed buyer's order and they'll beat it. Memorial Day sales event is on now with super center, super center size selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 62183 in Austin, or just visit them online at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Dot com. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. 
Well, in October, uh, Titus County Game Warden responded to a call of an injured hawk laying in a county road bar ditch. On arrival, the warden discovered that the bird was actually a very rare juvenile southern bald eagle that was very sick and could not stand. The bird was transported to, I wonder if it ate a marmot, liver. The bird was transported to Last Chance Forever Bird or uh, of Prey Conservancy in San Antonio for extensive rehabilitation. The bird was suffering from a severe case of botulism. (laughs) Told you. Uh Uh-huh. Who's got it now? After making a complete recovery, the eagle was returned to Monticello County Park in Titus County, where it was released back into the wild by Conservancy staff in late March. Botulism. What's that? That's when, uh, you know, like what mold, when you get uh, mold on something. Oh, man, I ate bread with mold on it yesterday. You get botulism from that, man. Crap. See that's why you don't. I throw probably your, have botulism. You don't that's throw why your you're own having trouble with bright light right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his shades on. I've noticed I that. I have There's sensitive some... eyes. Thank so God. So I just think that Last Chance organization. I think that's a that'd be a cool place to volunteer if you are like a young person. You're looking for something to do, or if you just like birds, that'd be a cool place to volunteer to see. You know, I, I was we had we posted that video last week on our Facebook page about that eagle that caught that coyote Mm -hmm. the guy launched his eagle and it went and (laughs) caught that coyote on his property uh it'd be cool to be around those kind of birds birds of prey hawks and eagles and yeah i think it was a hawk it wasn't a you have to wear a sweet glove oh big old leather big talon glove you carry him with a Chain. You put the little hat over the hat on their head. Yeah. yeah. So when I was dri- I was driving home from work and and uh, you know that little old Manchac road. There was a guy in the in the overflow pond area, and he had a falcon. He was doing his falconary stuff where it was flying to one or two of these little um, houses that he had put up. And I was so bad, wanted to stop and go. What? What are you doing the <laughs> third Saturday of next month? <laughs> you want to come over and Six, work with these second boys? Second Saturday. KOZ, wouldn't that be what, cool? So when you mouth. find when you find an animal, wounded animal, or uh, one of the big ones is when uh, deer are laying their fawns, and you find a baby fawn in your yard, or mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you the, pick it up and raise it, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> highly <laughs> illegal. <laughs> rip, rip, rip. Oh. No, the illegal. the deal is, and it's with birds on the ground. It's with everything. Is you leave them alone. Don't touch them, man. And uh, you know, I remember as a kid, man, we find a little sparrow on the ground or something. Man, we brought him in the house. We we had one named Chirpy. We were raising him in the house. It'd come hopping down the hallway and chirping. And so you probably had a turtle, a snapping turtle, in one. Bathroom, oh, we had turtles. Right? We had alligators. Everything you found, you brought home. No, you can get alligators at the pet store. We did. Get, you, we did have turtles, and you flushed it later down the toilet. Oh, and yeah, it we got just in let it go back. Yeah, they, they get yeah. really big and they yeah. attack we people. Took it down. We lived in Houston on the bio. We'd go out. So back in the day when I was young, it was back when John Wayne's movie Hatari was big, and <laughs> they were in Africa and they had these long sticks with like a little rope loop on the end, mm-hmm. and they would put it over the neck of the rhinoceros or whatever, and that's they would how, chase them. They chase them in these jeeps. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And the, they would smash into the side of the jeeps. Oh, Peter surely couldn't have liked that Ugh. in the day. But they would catch them. And so what we did is we created some of those ourselves. 
and we would catch water moccasins. And <laughs> I remember one time we caught this huge snapping turtle, mm-hmm. and I was looking at it in the face going, ha, 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 and it reached out and got my chin, and it would not let go. So we were on a back so road anyway. with the snapping turtle. We were on a back road, and uh, kids were about five, six years old, something like that, maybe seven, eight. We drove by, and I saw, oh, man, there's a gigantic turtle crossing the road. And he stopped because he heard it coming, right? And so I went past it, and they're like, oh, you know, that dude was going to get run out of it. And, oh, it's so cute. So I turn around and come back, and I'm sitting there right by it. I pulled off to the side and I can see it. The kids are looking at it like, whoa, man, we're going to get that. And I couldn't get out of the truck or out of the this uh, out of the car because there was another car coming. I go, I got to let this pass. And guess what happened? It ran over when it. It came over. Oh, that exact same And the kids were like. That exact same thing happened to us. That is that exact same thing. We stopped. I was, all the kids in the car were like, oh, saying? we have to stop, we have to stop. And the car behind us just ran right over it. And, yeah, but what we were, were they, sitting there looking at it. I mean, were we they were thinking? stopped. How could they not? They see? wanted to hit it on purpose, I think. But anyways, the kids, how do you explain that away as we're driving <laughs> away? Uh, kids, some Charles Manchin, as a young teenager, <laughs> he came by. And it was just like their eyes were just laser focused on this thing. <laughs> And it's awesome. This is what we call the cycle of life, family. <laughs> yeah. where so now the birds, everything born now the, the falcons going to pass gonna... the earthly life at some point. Lionfish is an invasive species in the Atlantic Ocean, Gulf of Mexico, and in the Caribbean Sea that has a negative impact on native wildlife and the habitat. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission encourages divers, anglers, and commercial harvesters to remove lionfish in Florida waters to limit these negative impacts. The 2019 Guy Harvey Lionfish Removal Collection features a Guy Harvey lionfish with pole spears designed and is a pole spear design and is available on men's and ladies' long sleeve performance shirts. Portion of the proceeds benefits FWC's lionfish. Why, why are we getting rid of lionfish? Why do we need to get rid of them? Because they are an invasive species. They they're non-native. Non-native, but they've. It's just like all these non-native species that have become native. They're living here. Like the we, at what well, point do they not, become native? It's like hogs. These things are like hogs. They're destroying the habitat. They destroy the coral reefs, and uh, and they're a problem. And so. It, but they're really weird, and I've seen a lot of people that spear them. They're trying to figure out how to use them for food and stuff like that. It looks like a looks like a lot of fun to go down there. And when I the videos I've seen, people are snorkeling and they're finding them, you know, and getting them. And sure, but they have them here in the Gulf of Mexico. I didn't huh. know that. Let's go get some. Yeah. Or we, or we could just worry about the invasive species. Or you just buy from, the Guy Harvey T-shirt and let the other, let the yeah. experts handle it. We but a, we I mean, get a, a T-shirt for the same thing and start, you know, about the invasive species from support California. Support hog removal. The Californians coming in. You know, we could do support <laughs> yeah. anti. Keep Californians out of Texas. That's right. We could yeah. do uh, support support hog removal, and it can be like a denim pearl snap with no sleeves. I like it. Uh, now you're talking my language here. Yeah, marketing on. brilliant. Uh-huh. Denim pearl snap with no sleeves. Support hog removal. And every time you got another, let's say, 10 hogs, you get a patch. You get a little, like, <coughs> with a little 
sawbones on there or something, some hog head or bacon. Oh, and a portion, of, a portion of the proceeds will go to Kids Outdoor Zone. Kids Outdoor <laughs> Zone is a hunting and fishing ministry. You can start in your church if you would, uh, if you're an outdoor guy and you like hunting and fishing. How about starting an outdoor ministry in your church? Guys sitting around on Wednesday morning at six thirty, man, they're not all that fired up, are they? Well, how about really giving them something that'll fire them up? And uh, we may even touch on it later on the guys around the country and even Beefsteak, what he got to experience yesterday with the yeah, men in good. his church and uh, the uh, program Kids Outdoor Zone. You want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. I know the truth, and I want to say hi to our buddy Joe Don because he is listening. Uh, the truth? Yeah, th- that's I'll the truth. I'll tell you about truth about tomorrow. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Top of the hour coming up. We're going to talk a uh, little Mother's Joe Day. Don you want to hear some outdoor stories from our childhood. And uh, they're coming up next. Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse, plus all your favorite segments Peter Report to Armed Citizens Report, and more. You get it only one place right here, live in the Bunkhouse. So 1049 The Horn and 247 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.